The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation, Mike Campion here with Janelle Newell, our favorite, uh, certainly my favorite person on the team's name to say, Janelle Newell. We also have Justin Ma, which is good, but it doesn't rhyme. So we got Janelle Newell. She is one of our amazing mindset coaches and is jumping on today to give you guys some value. These are some of my favorite conversations because when it comes to tactical, what to do and how to do it, I'm pretty good at that. But a lot of times people don't do it or they get stuck or they get in their own way. And Janelle and Suzanne are amazing at that. So this is one of the few times we kind of get to look at it from both angles. So I kind of share on the tactical piece and Janelle's uh, always so very eloquent and helpful on the getting unstuck piece and making it this idea that everyone agrees is a good idea to do, but somehow can't actually do and do like a thing that's happening in the world, which is a big step. So today, based on her lovely suggestion, we wanted to talk about... um, the difference between understanding if I would like to be free from my company, I will have to let other people do the jobs that I'm doing. <laughs> Cleaning, answering phones, payroll, hiring, whatever the case may be, fill in the blank. Um, and again, I'm happy to kind of chip in with the tactical, here's how to do that. But I would say from my perspective, and I'll let Janelle share hers, 80% of the problem is not what to do and how to do it. It is fears. My customers won't like it. My employees will quit. Who would want to follow me? What if everything, what if I leave for a second and I come back as a parking lot? Um, so that is the situation as I see it. Janelle, feel free to add anything uh, that I've missed, delete anything I've said that is bullcrap and kind of break through how people can look at that in a more effective way. Well, yeah, it's one of, I think, the biggest hurdles to growing the business is, oh my gosh, what if they're not as good as I am? What if they don't show up? What if, you know, like all of those what ifs, um, but we got to get over that and trust other people in order to be out of the business, right? Like we, we have to make that leap of faith. And Honestly, you know, I was we I was just talking to a client today. In fact, this this is really topical for me, but talking to somebody today about the pain that they're in in their business because, oh my gosh, we hire a body, we hire a warm body, and they don't stay or they can't get there or they have all of these challenges. Perhaps a solution to having more trust and faith in your employees is to not hire a warm body, but it's to hire the right person for the right job. And then give them the appropriate tools and support so that not only are they doing a job that they love, but they feel supported. And when they feel supported, they're gonna wanna stay and they're gonna work their hearts out for you and now you can have faith so like if we unravel all of that where does it start it starts with knowing that you can you can in fact 
hire the right people for the job. And that if you have the systems, they will succeed. Yes, on all of that. And I wanted to dive a little more into the hiring the right people, but then I want to get into the fear because I know yeah. that's really what I want people to feel better, but I want them to actually have some tools. So on the hiring the right people, you guys and gals have heard this before. It is all about core values, right? So we, people are like, well, sure, obviously hire, but I try. It's not like we're trying to hire the wrong. Well, actually that's not true. So there's two levels. One is I don't have enough people and I desperately want to stop cleaning. So I know this is the wrong person, but I'm going to hire them anyway because I said yes. So that's the easier one to, or simpler one to solve, which is get a hiring funnel, right? Create more lead flow for applicants and have a system where it doesn't drive you nuts. Because if you are like, oh, I can go out and get people when I just work real hard and hustle and do friends and family and blah, 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 but then it's so miserable, you don't do it. So not only do you need a, a system to bring you more leads than you can handle as it comes to applicants, but you need one that feels good. And so it can run all the time without you getting miserable. So that would be kind of the low hanging fruit of, well, if you don't have enough people and you're hiring bad people and you know, they're bad, just because there's, you know, if you got three people to choose from, they all suck. Well, that's a, you know, that's a, I don't have a lot of coaching around that other than to get more than three people. So step one, obviously have enough leads. So you're at least trying to hire the ones that you want. The trickier step or the more muddy step is I have enough leads, or I think there's some good people in there, but I am terrible at this, Janelle. I hire them and they say they're going to be good and they're they quit and they drink and they smoke and they kick dogs and they're the worst people ever. So that level definitely comes down to the core values. And the funny thing is it snaps. I wish I could tell you like, oh, you got to come to our coaching and we'll pay us and it'll, you know, we'll give you all the secrets of the thing. I'll tell you the secret. It's clarity on what your values are and the ability to articulate them. So once you can say for us, it's have fun, make money, be real, help out. Um, when I first met Janelle and we brought her onto the team, if it was like, is she a good coach? Is she a nice person? Will we like her? It's like, I, I don't know if she's a good coach. I think she is. She's got a lot of experience and credibility and, you know, referrals, but I, I guess. And then will she fit into the team? Like, I don't know. I think she's cool. Lindsay doesn't like her at all. No, totally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> throw that in, make sure Janelle's still paying attention. Um, it's just a weird vibe. And then maybe later, Janelle's like, this isn't for me. Or I'm like, she's cool, but she's not like, it's just a weird thing. We don't know why. And then she wanders off because this isn't her vibe or we, whatever. We part friends and it's just like, blech. and then I get another Janelle and now I'm in the same boat. Like, well, this, she seems nice. Like kind of the same, like, I don't know. But if I go, is Janelle fun? I, you know, we talked about, I don't know, three minutes. Well, yeah, this is a fun yeah. lady. Is she real? That took a little longer because anyone can be fake real for a minute, but she's <laughs> time we spend girlfriend's girlfriend like but you know she's sending us pictures of her at her pug party like that's not a fake person mask wearing behavior that's a lady who loves pugs and doesn't care who knows you know um is she good at helping people make money does she care about making money for us and the team and herself and yeah we got that pretty but when we define the behavior define the values define who it was it's pretty easy to be like oh yeah that's that's who we want. And then Janelle, other, you know, obviously your team interviews you and you interview them. She has other places she could spend her time. Um, if I was just like, we're great, we're great people, Janelle, you're gonna love it here. She's like, well, I don't know. There's a lot of a-holes have told me that, that I did not love it. They were great people. But if I say we're all about having fun, making money, be real and helping out, A, she can go, that's not my, that's not my bag. Like, I'm not into that. I don't think work should be fun. I, I want to be professional. I don't, I'm not, that's inappropriate. Great. We can just part friends right off the bat. Like, it won't be this weird, squishy, I don't like Mike and I don't know why. It's just, I don't like Mike and I know exactly why. So the definition, believe it or not, does make it so much easier to 
make a match. So just defining it is big. Okay. So we've kind of got off the first two of, I don't have enough people, so I just hire anyone. Pretty self-explanatory to get more people, get a bigger, get a bigger pool. I've got people, but I don't know who's going to be good or not good. Define your core values very clearly. So if it was just like customer sharehold value and do things with integrity at all times, like, I don't know what that means. Like it's squishy, but have fun, make money, be real, help out. It's like pretty clear. So once you've got that, that should take away a ton of the fears, but let's still, let me poke at the the bear and kind of give the, the fears yeah. that they've got. And you can kind of respond, Janelle. But what if they, and I'll, I gotta be honest, I mean, you're gonna have to take my word at this because a lot of you haven't had this core value type thing. When you have this, all these fears I'm going to talk about go away. They don't do this. So I'm still going to hit the fears. I'm, you know, I don't want, I, I was just going to say, I don't want it to sound like if you run a culture and core values, this is never going to happen. But if you run a core values based culture and people are all in the same vibe, it rarely happens. This will solve 98% of your problems. But just pretend that you're not ready to do it. You don't have your core values. You're too scared. We'll still answer the question. So, Janelle, what if they don't show up? What if, you know, my customers complain, they say they only want me, like, where do we go with that genre of fear? Well, so first of all, our mind always goes to like worst case scenario. I think that that's just the the default in our human state. We actually have to work to deprogram the default and create something else. Because for every, well, what if it goes sideways? There's a, what if it's perfect? What if my clients don't like the the person I'm hiring? Well, what if they actually like them better? What if uh, they don't show up? Well, yeah, but what if they're early every day and they show up and are just so enthusiastic, right? So first of all, we have to kind of consciously make that effort. Wait a minute. Okay, I'm down on the doom and glued side. So what's the other side? What's the possibility? How great would it feel to know that that cleaner that I've hired or that scheduler that I've hired cares actually more about that client than I do? They treat them even better than I do. Um, So there's that. And you're right, things are going to go sideways, right? I mean, if you're hiring to core values, though, you are more likely to hire people who immediately are going to be aligned with you and be on your side, which means that we can step in with already a higher sense of trust, right? So, you knew that, yeah, I align with the company values. I wasn't telling you, Mike, why would anybody want to make money? Right? You you knew like, nope, that we've got that alignment. Chanel's not going to hop on with my clients and say, no, you don't need to make money. <laughs> right? Like that's where we have alignment. There's a higher already, a higher given level of trust with those people. And then there's a piece that here's here's the breaking thing. Do you trust yourself to fix the problem, whatever it is? That's a really good point. So I have a problem with employee. Do I trust myself to know how or have the ability to figure out to fix whatever that problem is? Really good point. Real quick, Cleaning Nation, if you can think about how you found out about this podcast, maybe a tweet, a Facebook message, iTunes search, some sort of Instagram post, the only way we grow is word of mouth. We don't do paid ads. We don't run ads. 
You are it. The only ask I have is if you're getting value, share the love. However you found out about this, if it's a review or post, whatever it is, do that. Pay it forward so the next cleaning company owner can change their life as well. Back to the show. So, gosh, that was spot on, frankly. The only small piece I have, two pieces, is one, you can still have standards. So, like what Janelle said is not... If you're with the core values, it's going to work out 100% every time. You never have to worry about it again because that's not the truth. But the level of trust is much higher. So when Janelle came, I think I sat in on the first couple coaching or Suzanne did, or maybe we both did. And we asked the clients, what do you think? And they loved her. But that's it. Like there wasn't a huge like, so not a zero in terms of, I think she's a core values match. We're just going to put her in full responsibility. And the same with Janelle, right? She didn't be like, I'm quitting every other job I've ever had. And but, you know, like there was a little bit of a testing, but we just got to go further faster. So just want to encourage you. It's right. not all of it, but you still have to have some basic. But again, it's pretty, you know, it's a big hire for us for a mindset coach because they have so much influence over our community. It's really important. So as opposed to just fretting, you're like, oh my gosh, it could be terrible and, and having to hold her hand and not let her do anything for six months and blah, blah, blah. We could have done all that and she'd be miserable and I'd be miserable and our clients would suffer because we had the core values match. It's like, we had some guide rails up, right? Like I, again, we just watched her coach for a couple of times, both myself and Suzanne got feedback from her on what she thought. We gave her feedback on what we thought we got client feedback and that was it. Like it wasn't a onerous problem, you know, process. It wasn't a zero. It was, it was that. So that's the first thing is not a hundred percent, but it doesn't cover you 85%. And the 15% that's left over super dual, nothing, nothing crazy. So same with you guys, you have your current cleaner train the next cleaner. And then you ask the client, how'd they do? What'd you think? Easy peasy, like it's not like rocket science. Second thing is that Janelle touched on, I think is so good, is the, what if my client doesn't show up or what if they, they don't show up? What if they do? What if they show up all the time? What if they do a bad job? What if they do a better job than you did? Like there's certainly that. But even if you're like, well, that's all, you know, you're just dodging the problem. Fine, let's get into it. What if they don't show up? Let's look at what's reasonable. Is it that they're going to show up, you're going to hire hundred people and all hundred of them are going to not no show on their first day. Almost a zero, <laughs> say a zero percent. <laughs> like you'd have to work really hard to make that not happen. Like, unless there was like gunplay at the interview, pretty like <laughs> someone's going to show up. Right. So like, well, that's ridiculous, Mike, of course. Okay, fine. Out of the five people you hire, what's the likelihood two or three or four. I mean, ideally five would probably show up. Well, one or two may not. Okay, say only three show up. Okay, we still got three more people than we had before, right? Okay, what's the likelihood of those three? Anyone's going to steal something day one. <laughs> Virtually zero, right? Like almost none. Over a year with, call it, say you've got 10 teams of two, 20 employees generally. What's the likelihood someone's going to either steal something or be accused of something? I don't know, 70%. 60, I don't know, 90%. I don't know. Pick a, pick a percent that you're comfortable with. Okay. So you, and you, just like Janelle said, so you have to deal with that. Either they didn't steal it and someone accused you. Can you fire that client? Can you give them a little gift to make them feel better? Can you, is there some way you can solve that? Probably so. Um, okay. And is that one headache that's only got a 72% chance of happening worth having 10, clean, 10 teams of two for a year? Yeah, I'll take that bet every time. Or 10 teams of two, what's the likelihood someone's not going to show up this week? 90%. Okay. So you have to deal with that problem and have an extra person or filling in or the nine people that are remaining have to work and an extra 10 minutes. It's a, yeah. But just if you, we, what we do is we only hyper-focus on 
the worst outcome. And it's like, do we need to take the worst outcome into account? Yes. <laughs> do we need to hyper? No. Like we kind of ignore, well, I've got a million dollar business that pays me two or $300,000 a year and I don't have to do any cleaning, but someone might quit. Like, yeah, right now you're guaranteed to clean 60 hours a week and make 5,300 bucks. Like that's what, which risk do you want to take? So we kind of get into that. We'll be real, Janelle. You can't just say, what if they clean better than me? What if they don't? It's like, fine, let's be real. Like, so you're like, Janelle's being unrealistically optimistic is probably too strongly stated, but I'll, I'll go that far. And you're being unrealistically pessimistic. So first of all, if we're going to be unrealistic, let's at least be unrealistically optimistic. That's got some upside to it. Like, is it perfect? And can you run into some? Yes. But if you got to be unrealistic, unrealistically optimistic or pessimistic, by God, be the optimistic. It's got a lot more upside by definition than the other one. And if you're like, I don't want to be either. I want to be completely realist. Fine. Be a complete realist which is, yes, someone will quit at some point. Someone might steal something or get accused. Yes, all these bad things might happen. But in a five-year span, the likelihood of that happening is over five years is zero to four times. And if that's the cost of building multi-million dollar empire that pays for your family, like for God's sakes, deal with it. Just like Janelle said, is that a problem you can handle? So just if you're going to go the realist route, be the real realist. Usually when someone says I'm a realist, what they mean is I'm a pessimist. I just don't want to admit it. So if we're going to be real, be real. Give the whole picture of, yeah, someone might be pissed off. Might a client go, I want you, Janelle, not your employee. Yeah. And can you handle that? Yeah. What would that look like? Well, I don't clean anymore. So it's either my employee or someone else's employee, but it ain't me. Fine, I'll take your employee. Like it's that for like if you really think it through, it's like, or maybe out of spite, they go, Well, if I can't have you, I don't want anyone, or I'm gonna hire someone just to show you. Okay, is that a the worst thing that's ever gonna happen? No. And B, is that a psycho client I want anyway? It's like thinking this much of it. They're no. not gonna give it. We think it's a big deal. They don't give a crap. I really want you, Susan. I appreciate that you want me, and I want I want to be there, but there's just one of me, and I've made a decision in my life not doing that anymore. I've got a great cleaner, I'll make you a deal. Try him for a month, and if they suck, throw us the hell out. 99%. Okay, let's just do that. Like it's just, and these are just off the top of my head. These aren't magic solutions, you know, Janelle and I schemed up. It's just like if you think about it and go, what would I do? You're like, I've got a dozen options and they're all fine. All right. Rant over Janelle. Wrap us out if you see fit. What are we missing? What do they need? Yeah. So so again, hiring to core values. Uh knowing that like having a faith that like, okay, I'm going to find the right people. This is going to work. The universe is conspiring for me, not against me. And I have systems and I have plans for the what ifs, right? Also calms our nervous system and having that faith that, okay, something may happen and I'm going to figure it out because all of that is worth having that million dollar business. It's worth having a half a million dollar business that only makes you 150 grand a year. Let's be honest. Absolutely. So the word that Janelle said before we, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. you, Okay. I want to make sure you finish your thought. Um, We're going to wrap with this because Janelle said something so beautifully and I can't help but tag on. She said the word faith twice. So what she says, have faith in the positive. I just want to hammer that home even deeper. You are going to have faith. There is no such thing as you know, atheism. That's not faithlessness. It's just a belief in a different thing. <laughs> like they say atheists have lots of faith, just in whatever they have faith in people that believe in God have faith in that people that believe in multiple gods have faith in that. So there is no such thing as not having faith. So as Janelle is advocating, advocating, all we're saying is why don't you choose what you have faith in, have faith in the right thing, right? If I have faith that this piece of paper is going to be my God, 
I that'll be my life and it might not be great because <laughs> like, it's the wrong thing. So if I'm going to pick faith, just have faith in, I can do this. I got this. I am an owner. I'll grow and I'll figure it out because the alternative is have faith in the opposite. I'm stupid and I can't do this and I'm worthless. A, that's a terrible way to live. B, then sell your business or shut it down and get a job, right? So there's, yeah. there is no, when Janelle says, I got to have faith, like, oh, it sounds good, but I don't know how to do that. Oh, no, you do. You absolutely do. We all have faith. You're just undisciplined and unintentional about what you have faith in. And believe it or not, the crazy thing is it feels better. I wouldn't say it's easier, but it feels better to have faith that you can do it than you can't. It's just more natural for some of us, not all of us, but for many of us to have faith that we can't, but it's funner and easier. So why are we picking not only the least effective one, but at least it's super uncomfortable and painful for us personally. It's like, there's just no upside. All right. Did I miss anything before we uh, sign off, Janelle? Nope. But, you know, I want to expand that too. It also feels really good to have faith in other people. It feels really good. God, Janelle, I keep trying to sign off and you keep saying stuff. Yeah. that's like super not, I can't let like, oh, now I got to finish that. So- <laughs> Bonus, feel free to pause and be like, oh, this is long enough. I don't want any more this crap, but I'm going to give you two more minutes. Not only does it feel good for everybody, so it feels good for us selfishly, but if I go to Janelle and she's my new cleaner and I go, Janelle, you dumb dummy, you're new here. You don't know nothing. Don't worry. I've got a supervisor. <laughs> we'll go Lindsay since she didn't like you at the beginning. We'll, we'll bring it all first. <laughs> Lindsay's going to watch everything you do because you're just a kind of a dummy and Lindsay's smart. So just shut up and do what she says. And that's that. Janelle's probably going to quit. <laughs> Who's going to put up with that? But let's say poor Janelle doesn't even have the self-esteem to quit. This poor lady just sticks around for the abuse. How much thinking do you think she's going to do? How many good ideas do you think are going to come from Janelle? How much ownership of anything? If she does a bad job, it's Lindsay's fault. Nothing. I've just doomed her to be a terror. She might be the best. I'll never know because I've just spoken so down to her. It takes a very special person to break out of that box I've created for her. and that special person probably going to break out. They're just going to leave and find another, they're just going to find a better boss. They're not going to tolerate that. Now the opposite, I go, Janelle, I know you're new here, but oh my gosh, I've never met anyone that has fun, makes money, but you're such a fit. I want you to immediately train somebody. I'm going to have you help me with the working interviews. Of course, it's all paid. You've got so much opportunity. I can't wait to see how many lives you change. And the fact that you're part of my team, I feel so blessed. And we, my customers that may not even know you, they are not going to tell you how much they appreciate, but they're so lucky to have you in their home. How do you think that Janelle's going to show up? I feel a lot better. I'm faking it. I'm making this crap up. Janelle's not a cleaner. And I feel pretty good about that last one I just told Janelle. And Janelle probably feels better, even though this is all bull crap. So you're right. Not only does it feel better for you, just which is effective, telling someone they're a big dummy and can't do anything, Guess who you're going to get? Big dummies who won't do anything. Why would they? Or telling someone that you can do this. You got this. You're more. You've got more to offer the world than what you've offered. You're probably going to get someone that offers the world more than they've offered. And they'll do it for you just because you and your team and your vision just because you told them they could. So super big. I feel like we're getting way into deep waters. And I'm not going to ask you if you have anything else because no. you're going to say something else genius. And then I'm going to go for another 10 minutes. And this will be this podcast will never end. <laughs> Cleaning Nation, if this has been of help and of use, there are a thousand very similar to it. GrowingCleaningCompany.com, completely free. Um, I think there's a bunch of stuff there, a bunch of free. I don't think we have anything for sale. GrowingCleaningCompany.com, check it out. We're on the socials, yada, yada. Check it out. See you there. Bye. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. 
Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing. Share with a friend. Share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me in the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431. 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now. 602-932-6431. Give me a text. Say hey. Can't wait to meet you.